protected just in case. Yeah, no, you good. Yeah, nah, but work, work, work is ghetto as hell, yo. And really, what it is is like it gets you out of the entrepreneurial mindset because you don't have a lot mm-hmm. of time to think about the entrepreneurial mindset. You know what I mean? Right. You don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. to think about the things that you can do with. You know, me and Joe should have been linked up and did some shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Joe know that. I yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Joe, we talked mad times. Like, me and you, we cousins. Alex, we talked enough. We should have been linked up and did some shit. You know what I mean? Like, it shit, it shit is just, it's just like that, yo. And it's just like, yo. But when you're working, it's like, damn, you in this mindset of, damn, I, I got to make sure I get this check. And, and they really lock you in with the insurance shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, thank God for Obamacare. Yeah. But really, like, you know what I mean? Like, but still... Like, I still love my fucking insurance. Like, I need that shit. You know what I mean? Right. And yeah, it's like, yo, yeah. like, I want my fucking insurance. I got my daughter insured. That's you know what, what I mean? That's like, the whole thing. Exactly what you said. Yeah. Like, yo, I got dead ass real. It ain't just me. Yeah, like, I got a whole, I got a whole family. Like, you know, my um, my wife stopped working because I yeah. was in a position where she could start working and really focus on her entrepreneurial dreams and things like that. So I'm holding the whole cake. And I don't have a problem doing that. It's just that Wow. I'm just like, fuck, B. I just, I have, I know, I. God bless though that you can do that. God, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, definitely, one thousand percent. It don't got nothing wow. to do like where I'm at. I'm, it's great, you know what I'm saying? From that, but wow. it's just personal. Like I've been an entrepreneur since I was 16, working in the music industry, and I didn't have a yeah. real job till I was 30. I'm 45 wow. now, so I'm 15 years working in the typical nine to five. So that shit is. <laughs> what did you say? Say so you old ass nigga, be but that's yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Nah, I'm, 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 I'm from, nah, I'm from that, I'm from that cool culture, culture though. Right. Yeah, yeah, cool. Nah, shit. Nah, that's funny. You talk about work being weird. Like I never had any of them little jobs when I was uh, a kid. My mother didn't want me to bag no groceries. Mm-hmm. She didn't want me to do no fast food, work at okay. fucking Great Adventure, all that shit. Cause she yeah, was yeah. like, I'm, a, she was like, I'm gonna run into like some like adult and shit that's gonna be bossing me around, and they half as smart as I am at like fucking 15, 16 years old. So fuck it. Just do good and get a scholarship to college, and I did that shit. Word. And but but I did make like some money when I was younger, like tutoring and shit. It's mostly my mom set me up with kids who need tutoring. I get like twenty five dollars an hour and shit. Work maybe about I uh, like ten hours a week or some shit like that, and it was like decent little money to get my little extra shit. And then mm-hmm. went to college, and then I was doing some tutoring shit there. But then I linked up with my boys, and we were doing graphic web design shit, then that modeling shit, and we carried that shit into like like mid-20s and shit. I had one, like, well, I did get, like, a real job at, like, UPS and shit, and I had a job at, like, Cablevision that was, like, bullshit. That was, like, for insurance, the Cablevision shit and the UPS. Well, the UPS shit was in my, like, field or whatever, but then after that, I was, like, just doing my own shit for a little bit, then I got a real job doing this technical writing shit, and then been doing that for the last decade plus and shit, and the jobs have gotten easier. Well, not, well, it's, there's like more technical shit that I'm doing, like more like programming, other shit like that. But that shit come easy to me. And the further I've gotten along, the less people like checking on me doing my shit. And I am yeah. a procrastinator. We talked about procrastination like off the mic mm-hmm. and shit, but I am a procrastinator. So it's like I gotta like buckle down in time just to make sure I do my shit. Cause ain't nobody like I got like a high portrait director or whatever the fuck you director of and shit like that. But it's mm-hmm. like nobody it's not i don't have like no supervisor you know what i'm saying yeah. not even really like a direct like manager and shit like fucking saying hey blah 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 it's like hey you got this we need to buy this time I'm like all right cool got you but I, and it's weird and it's funny like 
some days I don't really do shit, and it's not, and mostly because I don't have shit to do with not, nothing like the media. So some days I'm just chilling, and they know that, you know, it's the nature of the business and shit. But yeah. some days I be resent having even turned on my computer to, I got, a, I got to log in like eight hours like every day right. and shit. You know, right. I ain't got to punch a clock or nothing, but I got to, like, log it into their system so they know for the paychecks. And I be mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, shit, I got to turn this motherfucker on to log into this shit and yeah, take yeah, authentication yeah, yeah. all this shit. And it's like, this it should be, like, five minutes. So I'll be like, damn, I got to do that. I ain't turn this motherfucker on, it. like, since yesterday, blah, blah, blah. But, nah, like, I, I seen said, that. like, what's up? I was just going to say, like, I seen a lot of people, because they were afforded the opportunity to work from home, they utilize that time, and now I see a lot of people posting, yeah, I retired myself from my... Well, I won't say retired, but I'm no longer working for anybody. I was able to do what yeah. I wanted to do, and I started ex- something that I've been wanting to start, but now since I was home and I was able to use my utilize my time more yeah, efficiently, time, of course, yeah. across the across 24 hours, I was able to do it, and now I was able to leave that job, and now I work Mm. for myself and i'm and i'm and i'm very happy it's like i say like you know joe you i think you working specifically in the field from what you went to school for or what you wanted to do you know what i'm saying i'm assuming correct no well not really what i wanted to do but what kind of like came natural to me like okay. i was uh like i came up like i was like mad mad geek and shit like for real for real but i could also like write and for some reason i had like perfect grammar i don't, I don't talk with it now i talk when i was younger but as far as writing and shit like It'd be like perfect grammar. So, like, I don't know, a lot of my like math nerve friends, they can't write for shit. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I can always like write. That's true. I can always write in the math mm-hmm. shit. So it's like, I just felt, and it's funny, I'm rambling on this pod, but I swear, like, I, I can explain shit like concisely. It's <laughs> like, like all that tutoring shit. For like all that yeah, tutoring yeah. And shit, it was like giving instructions and being able to write instructions to shit. But it all like kind of just, came with like my natural skills and shit more so than even my like industrial engineering degree shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so this so this whole field just became like so easy to me and shit so that's why like i fuck with it and it's like the easiest shit to get a job like when i decided like to fuck when i after i started doing my shit down here in alabama and i decided to go back up to jersey and shit it was like i put my resume online fucking two days later motherfucker calling by the job i'm going Link up with these my um with my girl at the time at like fucking Miami Carnival. I get a fucking phone interview. Soon as we get to the Airbnb, motherfucker offer me the job. I tell him I need a little more bread. He bump it up ten G's and shit. And then I got a job like fucking on my like vacation and shit. You know what I'm saying? And when I decided to come right. back down here, I put my resume online. I had like two motherfuckers call me immediately. One was bullshit. The other one was like I I, I talked to him and talked my bullshit. Real shit bullshit. It was all mixed. And then my was like, I'm going to call you for a second interview. And I'm like, cool. Then they call me back. Like, you can have the job. I was like, bet. But I need a little more bread. And they gave me, like, a little more bread. Then I came down here. So it's like, I'm, it's like the work is easy for me. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, demanding. I'm good at this shit. Or, like, easy for me. It's good, good to shit. And it's, like, so easy for me to, like, like I could leave this motherfucking job right now and find another job in about a week. I swear to God. Just because, like, mm. how the man the shit is to push around this paper yeah. and do whatever the fuck. So it's like, it's easy, and that kind of made me, like, a little comp- very complacent um, when yeah. it comes to yeah. doing, like, like, every two, every like two weeks. Every two weeks, that check is there. You know, your insurance is good and stuff like that. So now I, I get, like, I get it. And, you know, all of us come from, a, a like, you know, being in school in the 80s and 90s. Like, that shit literally cha- trains you to be part of their workforce. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't train you to be an entrepreneur, which is cool now. You know, a lot of kids is coming up. They have a different entrepreneurial spirit that right. maybe or maybe not that we didn't have because we was our parents may have drilled it. You have some out of the box parents back then. But the norm was you go to school, you go to college, you go to the workforce. It wasn't like you go right. to school, come up with what you think is cool, which is for my son, you know, full transparency. You know, my son was very good at football. He quit. He had colleges looking at him. He's like, I don't want to do that. I want to make beats. And like I always say, who am I to tell him not to knowing who I was and how I maneuvered? Well, okay, I'm believing in that, but you don't have a plan. You don't have any type of succession plan. You're about to be a senior next year, and you're up for early graduation. So you're doing well in school, and it's like I don't want him to get in this situation because he did work for the first time this past summer. Oh, well, actually through the school year and into the summer, he's actually up there now, chilling with his um with his grandparents up in uh, Jersey. But he's coming back, and he's, he's um, my cousin's going to get him a job. Yeah, my cousin's going to get him a job working at the shipping yard where he's going to probably make like $16, $17. dollars $16, $17 to a, a 17-year-old kid where yeah. you don't have yeah. nothing to worry about. You living in my house. I'm you eating off of me, which is what I'm supposed to do. But you know what I'm saying? But you have yeah, but he's all up, this though. excess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's he's up. Up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't want him to be like, oh, man, I could just do this and I could settle in and I see. And there's nothing wrong with working that type of job. Let me just say that out right. But yeah, you need parent, niggas like that, yo. Like yeah, that's the yeah. that's the thing, yeah. yo. Like like that. It's, need, it's yeah. number one rule in economics, bro. Is like, yo, somebody needs to pick up the trash too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like yep. it ain't like everybody can't be Bill Gates, dog. We right. need the nigga that's gonna clean Bill Gates' bathroom. You know what I mean? Well, let me, let me, let me, let me, and the me, truth is, everybody's let, not equipped let, to be Bill Gates. Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you this, Alex. Um, is he thinking about any colleges? No. Well, he, he said, well, he wants to go, his idea was to go to college, but he's like, well, I want to go to college to figure out, you know, like divide. Let me go to a technical school. I could learn the boards and I could do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the thing about it is that's cool if he was up top, cause then I can maneuver with him differently. Cause I know a lot of people, but being yeah, down yeah. here, we're not in Atlanta, we're not in LA, and we're not in New York. Not saying you could do it from anywhere, obviously, with, with today's technology. It's tougher, yo. However, it's tougher. It's networking. Yeah, business. yeah, it's tough. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's, so that's what, it's that's a little what, bit it's a little bit different. Because one of my hey, things, like the, the kids like I the kids I know like growing up, like fucking uh like, well, the, the the younger folks I know that's around like your son's age or shit like that. I be drilling in them motherfuckers to like go to college. Me go too. to somebody college and shit because yeah. Like when I was in college, fucking, I started business with my friends, a couple different little yeah. businesses, you know what I'm saying? And you network, yeah. you meet other folks, like minded folks. Well, and oh, also, God. you were like in college, so it's like fucking, it's like you golden and shit. Like when I graduated high school, I know I had a bunch of different friends that didn't go like to college and shit. They either went to work or they went to the block or they did whatever the fuck they're doing and shit like that. And even though I was in college, fucking drinking, smoking, yeah. Going to strip clubs, going to clubs, college party, doing all this bullshit. I maintained a certain like GPA, kept my scholarship and all this shit. And when I when I was around motherfuckers during the holidays, I'm like, oh, uh, what, how, uh, said, oh, JoJo's at college, blah blah this and shit. And my other fr- my, my other friends, like family members, that was around my age. They would be like, oh, that's cool, you know what I'm saying? They would kind of down them niggas. Like I went in college doing the same shit, you know what I'm saying? Like. So yeah, I, tell, that's I, mean, a fact. Like, I try to tell folks, like, if you got the grades to get into somebody college, it ain't got to be the greatest fucking college. You can you get into somebody college and, like, it's a reputable program, it's a credit, whatever. Get you, get there, you know what I'm saying? Talk and, like, it, if you yo. pull a degree out of that shit, 
because you can really fuck around in college and take like 12 to 15 credits and shit like that and only being, you know, only being class a certain amount of time or whatever kind of study you gotta do, that's on you. But you got like so much of your own time to like yeah. network and fuck around. Yeah. And be, and Bro, be I had this argument yesterday. You... I'm so glad you're saying yeah. this right now. Cause mm-hmm. you know, people like people who like you know there's an anti-college crowd, all the niggas that didn't oh, go. Yeah. And yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And like them niggas always be and Somebody, I had the argument yesterday and, and somebody said, well, I do what I do and what I do right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be telling niggas I don't have a job, so I'm not going to sit there and tell niggas what I do right now. But what I do right now, I would not have needed a college education for it. Right. But <laughs> what you could have learned is, it. You could have learned it as an apprentice doing something. Yeah, I got you. Okay. But what I'll say is this. I wouldn't have made as much money if I didn't have a college education mm-hmm. and doing what I'm doing right now. And I wouldn't have been able to be in the positions that I've been in and taken advantage of the opportunities that I've taken advantage of if I didn't have a college education. And it it it, it also puts something in into you. You know what I mean? Like I mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, we fuck around, but also we meet deadlines mm-hmm. from young. You know what I mean? Yeah. We understand time and, and deadlines and all the rest of this shit. It's just something else that you have. And I'm I'm, I'm sorry, like, it, it's something that's obvious that you'll see. You can tell when somebody did not go to college. Mm-hmm. You can tell. Yeah. Plus the experiences that I had. Like, I would never change none of that for the world. Like, I tell everybody yeah. go to college. I'm oh, yeah, not no, saying it's a necessity for what you want to do, but the, that shit it's is fun, fun. that experience. Yeah, yeah. Being yeah. on your own. Fun. It's like, yeah. you grown but you ain't like i mean unless you got like you get to be like, a college kid whatever. you yeah you a college kid it's like you grown but you not you in the dorms you fucking right you going on random road trips you doing this yeah. all that shit and motherfuckers think that you are like the greatest person in the world like family members yeah. friends are family oh he's in college, college oh jojo right. it's like this like they're like jojo's going to college for like engineering wow you know what i'm saying and it's like yeah shit i was drunk as shit last night almost <laughs> <off>. you know <laughs> <what> I mean? <laughs> trying to knock the head off somebody's daughter you know right. what I mean? uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah hell yeah yeah but i mean i just think i yeah, I just think that, you know, this this past year, 2020, and, you know, for the most part, 2021 till the summer, until things actually really started to open up a little bit more, as I felt like, yo, I got to, again, like you said, be thankful, or, or Joe might say thankful for the positions that, I, that, that um, I've been put in and able to take care of my family and do extraordinary things. You know, like I said, being able to tell my wife, yo, you don't got to go to work, go focus on your dreams, but... I realized, you know, talking to, and I actually got a mentor for the first time. I never really had a, like, I sought out a mentor oh, I, that I really kind of walked me, walked me through every single step of everything. It's just been when I got to a record label, I was under somebody and they mentored me while I was at that job. But this is where I'm like, I'm completely away from the entertainment industry altogether. And then somebody's mentoring me about literally, and I'll just say here, like, I'm learning about NFTs. Like, this is a guy that has a bunch of NFTs already set up with the Hip Hop Museum, where he set up a whole algorithm and everything. He's teaching me one-on-one basics of it and telling me how I could fit, how I could find myself and put myself in position to be the, to be the plug or to be the dot connector, because nobody nobody's really on it that's Black, that's in the space, that understands it from the art world to the music world and how to make it work all around. I mean, and I can't little say that. Mm-hmm. But but what but what I'm gonna ask you is this: Do you 
since this is something that you you're exploring right now, you do you feel like N- NFT is like NFTs are really the fly shit? Yeah, I think it's the future. The way because that was my question mm-hmm. and going into it is like, okay, well, this is you know, back in two thousand three, everybody was still going to the Wiz or Sam Goody or whatever record store. Mm-hmm. Two thousand four, that shit flipped, and you nobody there was no there was no you weren't going to so you was literally right. either going Napster with LimeWire whatever it was back then. Right, I was no, I linked to the game with that. So now, okay, so now fast forward, uh, what was 16, 17 years later, here comes something else that the regular labels are not up on. They're going to be late to again, and he just broke yeah. it down. And my mentor is a person who started the source. He's the original person that started the source with Dave Mays, and then he was Damn, Benzino a bunch of different businesses. Right, nah, Benzino, yeah, <laughs> Benzino came on late. But, you know, Harvard grad, so he has a lot of connections. You know what I'm saying? So he was just, he was like, yo, Alex, I'm going to show you where you could fit in. And this is what I'm doing. This is what I did. This is how I'm making money off of it. And this is how it goes because it becomes now a check to you that never right. stops coming. So he was like, even if this goes in five years or whatever, he said, I'll have made X amount of dollars in this space for so much that I'll be able to take this and now leverage something else and go on and do something else. He said, you can do the same thing. So it's like, okay, well, if I can get in the space, and do what I do for, let's just say, five years. Let's just call it five years at the least. He was like, you'll be in a position that you'll be able to put yourself in a position to do other things, and it'll expose you to other things because if you are the person that's fitting in that space, people are coming to you, and they're going to want to do other business with you. He's like, that's why I was able to move around after the force, the, excuse me, the force, the source folded. I was able to jump into so many other things because everybody was coming to me because the source was literally the source for everything. So I had a connection yeah. to continue making money doing other things because I was in position. And he was like, that's how you have to look at it. Don't look at it as this long term or whatever. Just look at it. If you're going to be in this space, you know what it is. You've done it before. So fit in that space again and hustle the same way that you hustle and you'll, you will be all right. And I guess being as opposed to being 25 with no children, well, one child, but now 45 with, with four children, two, in, well, one just graduated college, another one about to go to college, two young ones and a wife. It's like those risks that I may have taken back then, I wouldn't be as, I'm not as, you know, I'm very calculated. That's the word. I'm very not calculated eager to take on the a risk. risk. Yeah. Right. I got to be very calculated on the risk that I take because, you know, when I leave that Cobra payment, anybody knows that left a job, that Cobra payment is a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, yo, saying? I love, yeah, yeah, you're right, yo. Them Cobra you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of things I got. And, and, and on top of that, I'm not paying Cobra for myself. It's for my whole family. So I have yeah, to really think about, is, I have to, yeah, that shit is crazy. So that's, that's it. That's too, because it, really you don't get about. the subsidy that the job right. gives you. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. So you, the, it's, you're still in the plan. You're still going to be in the plan, but not, the job is not paying their portion. It's just all on you now. Yeah. Like I've been, I ain't going to lie. And I know we are, I'm on a tangent right now, but I ain't going to lie. I even been looking at doing that Amazon, Amazon, Amazon store opening up an Amazon store and doing what I've been seeing a bunch the of dry, people do. Go dry shipping shit? Nah, 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 nah. Just go open up an Amazon store. These niggas is going to Ross, um, 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 Marshalls. You know, they sell TJ Maxx, they sell shit discounted. You go on Marshalls or whatever, something to be $79.99, they sell it yeah, for $29.99. Oh, that's what it's called? Okay, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, I didn't know the term. But good. basically, that. so if you know what it is, but that's, you know, mm-hmm. and then taking that, putting them, buying them all up, putting on your Amazon store, and you just Make your money. Like, I feel like I got to do something that I want to do that's making money that I could just be like, this is mine. I started this. I got to get back to that because I got, to Joe's word, complacent. Two-week check. 
insurance, vacation time. You know what I'm saying? Like I got I got in that rut and I don't want to be in that rut because it's not making me feel fulfilled. That's the word. It's not making me feel so, fulfilled. So now let's get into like now we talking about like this is fly grown man talk, you know what I mean? And first off, y'all know what this is. This is the better than you podcast. We the real ones, you know what I mean? We don't even need the introduction. You know what I mean? This is just grown man talk right. that we giving y'all. But um, so I've been looking at houses lately. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. um, like, cause this, you know, the prices have gone astronomically through the roof. And I found this beautiful home. I don't know, like, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I live like on a lake. You know what I mean? Like that's what my where I live at. Like, and there was a um, there was a house that had a good price. Actually, it was it was four hundred sixty thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Um. And it was on the lake, and it was beautiful as fuck. And I was like, "All right, man, nah, I want this shit so fucking bad, yo." Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, there mm-hmm. was you—you you clearly had to do some things to it, but it, but it wasn't—it didn't look crazy. You, you look at the it pictures; it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and like I knew the area because I like you know this is my neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, so I knew exactly where the house was at and shit, and everything about it was right, nigga. I went there. That shit. Them pictures about the band from like I don't know when, nigga, like five, six years ago or some shit like that. <laughs> them niggas have left that house. Yeah, them niggas have left that house. Um, I don't know when they left that house, but it was a while ago, nigga, because that shit looked fucked up, nigga. I would never pay that shit for the house. But it brings me to the to the conversation of what the housing market is right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the housing market is a thing. It is. People keep on saying they're waiting for a crash, and I'm I'm just here to tell you guys that, that the housing market isn't going to crash. You know what I mean? Like the the time that the housing market crashed in 2008 to whenever it it kind of came back, and then now we're in like the middle of a huge boom. Mm-hmm. You guys have to remember that, or just realize that that was the first housing market crash that w- that the world has ever experienced, like ever. You know what I mean? Residential housing. We've had commercial housing. We have we have had commercial real estate crashes and shit. But we've had one housing crash in the history of the world. And now there's a backstop where the United States of America is backstopping the middle class. And if you do have a problem paying your mortgage and shit, nigga, you still could stay in your house for another five fucking years. So mm-hmm. guess what? Like that shit, the idea of a housing crash. That shit is dead, nigga. These are the prices. You know what I mean? Like, y'all just got to realize this shit. So if you find some shit, now's the time to go looking. So because if you find some shit, like, get that shit. You know what I mean? And so that's what I've been on. Like, I've been been sitting there trying to look for shit. It wasn't, it's not that I need a house, but if I could find some dope shit, because I'm in a better position than, you know what I mean, I was ever before. So if I ever find some dope shit now, while housing prices are appreciating, because they are appreciating, you know what yep. I mean, in, in certain areas or whatever. But if I could find, if I could get a, a little bit ahead of that curve, and I could find something that I like, that I want to live in, you know what I mean? Like, not just for a flip or something like that, because oh, those are out oh, there, okay. too. Gotcha. You know what yeah, I mean? Okay. But gotcha. something that I want to live in, like, I think that's that's a thing to do now, too, because, you know what I mean, you want to be in that position because a house, houses are an asset as well, Equity. if you can find, yeah, yeah it, it, it is an asset. You know, the idea of houses the prices of homes always appreciating they kind of died that thought price kind of died in in 2008 but they are still a, um appreciating assets but also true there are a lot of real estate assets out, out here um appreciating assets where you can find nice deals put a little bit of work into the shit 
you know what I mean? Where the person can't afford it, you put a little work into the shit, and then you can make a lot of money just because it is a buyer's, I mean, it's a seller's market, you know what I mean? So there, there's a lot of ways to make money in, in real estate right now, and it is an asset class. Like, people have focused on the stock market recently because of, you know, during the pandemic and, and all the all the different ways you can make money in the stock market during the pandemic. But, I mean, there, all those other asset, asset classes are still there, and, and they're still tangible for us to, to, to be making some chicken off of. Nah, you're making a, you're saying a fact because my house has appreciated, uh, I would say, $75,000 in the last two and a half years, three years. So, yeah, yeah so I'm up. Yeah. I'm up, so I get it. No, I know. Niggas, and, niggas I live on, and I live in the lake, too, so I know, what that, I know what that means when you say that. Like, cause I yeah, yeah, yeah. Right across the street, so I know what that yeah, is. Yeah. Word. Like, this one that I was going to get, the lake was the backyard. You know what mm, I mean? Okay, yeah. So, gotcha, gotcha. That, that was the only difference than between mine yeah. i was like oh yeah like you know what i mean that's yeah. why i wanted it because when i saw it because when i saw it alex i broke it down like this and and it was like it was like a dream when i saw it and you know what i mean it's inside baseball but hopefully it's to help somebody else you know what i mean but what mm-hmm. what i saw was you know how our family is alex i saw a home that okay i'm i'm, I'm just gonna make this story a little bit of, of a longer story because you know what mm-hmm. i mean it probably Whatever I was on on the fourth of July, I was at one of my neighbors' house who has a house on the, who the back who their backyard is the lake as well. You know what I mean? He built a dock there. Um, they built a dock there. It looks really nice. Blah 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 blah. Right. But next door to him, there was you know the same thing. Their house was the backyard was what was the lake, and I saw it was like forty of them in the backyard the backyard was big enough that it was like 40 of them and they had like benches back there and it was like i was like damn yo if i so when i saw that property i was like if i could get that property this is like some generational shit that our family could just come to whenever the fuck you know what i mean like it just it just felt like that it would be like it's not just for me anymore you know what i mean like it's just something that's always going to be there for us and so i started looking at things like that and i started thinking about things that way man but it gets back to the idea that we were talking about before, man. We have to be in an entrepreneurial mindset, too. Because, you know what I mean? Like, listen, there's some shit out here. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's a lot of ways to make money, but then there's a lot of... But what are you going to do with all this money? You know what I mean? Right. Like, what are we doing with this? What's the quality of life? What are we leaving for our kids? What are we leaving for our family? What's the impact right. we're, we're um, having in the world? Because, like, white people, man... I hate to make it about race, but it's about... It race, is. Nigga. You know what I mean? White people, man, when they get rich, man, they don't be talking about how much money they have. They talk about how much they gave away. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Bill Gates and um, Warren Buffett gave away half their fucking fortune. fortune. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell me that ain't a flaw. That's not a light flaw. That's a huge flaw. Really? You know what I mean? Like, nigga, I gave away half my shit. And I'm still richer than the rest of these niggas. And the crazy shit is when you hear how they have their will set up, like Bill Gates is like, yeah, I'm only leaving my kids a billion. Like, think about that. Like, yeah. I'm only leaving them a billion. I'm giving whatever other billions he has, 50-something, whatever that number is, I'm giving the rest of it away. So I'm only leaving my family a billion. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, you want them niggas to work, even though they don't really have to work with the guy right, Billy. Right, right. Because you know a Billy, I mean? right. A Billy's still a Billy, but, like, to a say Billy's that. still a Billy. Yeah. It's like, nah, I'm not doing nothing with them. They just gonna, they, they only, I'm only gonna leave them a billion. Like, I'll, I don't say our generation, but when you start talking about black people, African Americans, it's like, well, you're going to leave left this house. Hopefully it's paid off. You know what I'm saying? Or you're going to get this life insurance because uh, that's the one thing I did. You're getting money 
you know, with the life insurance. And you know what I'm saying? It's not really something that yeah. was created while I was here that I'm really handing down to you where you can really set yourself up and your kids, 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 and things like that. So I understand what you're saying. Right. Yeah, but that's still crucial, though, that life insurance, if you ain't, especially if you haven't, like, if you weren't able oh, to nah, make yeah, that shit while sure, you were here, sure. that's, like, that's, sure, that, that's sure. a great building block. But, yeah, I mean, the main thing is, like, it's like, I guess you got to get them young. You know what I'm saying? Get, yeah. get these folks young. Get them, like, uh, yeah. acclimated to, like, I don't know, like, real how money works and shit and how this shit can, like, just give you a better life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you say money isn't everything, but shit. They get, like, shit easy. They make shit easy, a lot man. cheaper and all that shit. Like, like now, shit, like, I didn't get left anything. My mother passed away. Oh, whatever. God bless. Yeah, like, this, uh, life insurance policy to her job and shit and the job um fucking let her go like two weeks before she passed away so I didn't even get oh, that. Yeah, so luckily I had like, you know, some bread to like handle all the blah 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 and this that whatever. But I say this man, like I was like kind of struggling financially getting underpaid at different jobs in Jersey for like a minute and shit. You know what I'm saying? And like some credit shit getting fucked up just because I didn't have the bread. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not right. even being like a deadbeat, like literally I ain't got the bread. I would have credit just calling the phone like, well, can you borrow it from a parent? It's like, nah. Yeah, they literally say that. Niggas always, all us niggas yeah, have been there, clearly. They say that shit. And they be getting me yeah. mad and shit because like, dang it, no. It's like, because my family's like, my closest relatives are like second and like third cousins and shit that yeah, that was fucking that I ain't seen in years or ever really like was fucking Fuck with him and shit like no, that. You didn't have the close, you didn't have the close relationship. Yeah, yeah like and shit. Cause this time me and my mom was struggling and shit. We in like Montclair, we in Bloomfield, we in East Orange and shit. And we literally got blood in Montclair, Bloomfield, East Orange and shit. And it would be them close ass family friends that become family. You know what I'm saying? That would look out more than like my mama's first cousin and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. it's like shit like that. So them calls is always fucking me. Like, damn, I ain't got your bread. But I say all that to say this. It's like I've been building, blah blah blah, trying to get my like shit together. And luckily, I had a string of like some pretty good jobs and shit. Uh, the past I'm like, like five, six years and shit for real. So it's like I'm like building my shit up and um like. I can't say I'm like fixing my credit, but I'm just getting it better and better. And shit, there's times when that shit was in like the gutter. Now it's like across the board, it's kind of like in the mid, like seven, mid 700s and shit. And it's like, mm-hmm. keep doing my little shit, finally getting right, that fucking right. 800 or something shit. So it's like, I'm doing that shit and uh, I feel it's gonna help me set up like, you know, just save money on shit when I try to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? And even yeah. bigger than that, like, I don't have any children and shit, but I'm real close with my godkids. And my God is about to be like 11 next week and shit. And one of my main things is it's like, if like I'm, I'm still like young enough to have some fucking kids. If I don't, it's like fucking, I'm trying to set her up and like a little brother, a little, a little sister, shit like that. Right. And let them know. I mean, the parents are pretty smart, you know what I'm saying? And they kind of mm-hmm. get it, but they ain't bump their head like me. So it's like there's still a little shit that they don't totally get. So it's like my shit is this, yo. I be talking to the girl now about this, that, whatever shit. She got a little bank account. I'm like, she won't, don't, don't yeah. touch that shit. Just do this, do this, that, whatever and shit. And it's like, 
I'm pass, I'm gonna pass whatever fuck I have if I don't have my own kid. Even if I do, I still throw some shit there. But that's my focus, man. Getting these kids right for the next generation and do whatever I can do for like whatever how many how many years, hopefully decades and shit I got left to live good mm-hmm. and like build something and pass that shit on. Cause it's like I don't know. One of the worst things I see is like fucking like when I see like kids hitting they like their teens and their twenties and I see them going down the wrong path, fucking up this, fucking up that. Fucking up wow. their credit, fucking up jobs and shit, fucking up. Like I know some folks that dropped out of college, like with like a year left and shit, and like Me, fucking like I'm five years. <laughs> well, shit, you you went to do some shit. They dropped. I know motherfuckers that dropped out. I got a yeah. younger cousin dropped out of college and still off five years ago, like a year left, and ain't have a job touching any bit of what it would be if he would have finished that little degree and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know. And then, then I look at like folks that's like older than me and my age and shit, and it's like that's working, working. Like, like we all work and shit, but some niggas is like working, working. Like, I, I mean, it makes me sad. I see motherfuckers old as hell, like mm-hmm. yeah, still pushing my burger and shit. And I'd be like, I don't want to be these people. I say yeah. it all the time. I'm like, I do not want to be. I do not want to be. Yeah. I mean, if unless I want to do it, that's just something I feel like doing just to have something to do every nah, day. Nah, my nigga, I'll be thinking about it. No, I'm saying if, if it's just something I want to do, I don't want to do it because I have to do it. That's a big that's difference. A very, I ain't never going to want to flip shit. a bit burger money. <laughs> oh, no, nah, yeah. not that. I wouldn't do that. Never would do that's, that. That, that seems like hard work. That seems like hard work. I yeah, some shit. It. Welcome to Walmart. Like, or some shit like something simple. I don't want to do nothing. That's I ain't even going to do no shit like that. I ain't welcoming yeah. nobody, nigga. I better be right. You know what I mean? I'm playing this game to be right, yo. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I and I don't, you know, like I, I think about that. I probably obsess about it probably yep. more than most people do, just for a lot of different reasons. You know what I mean? That I don't know, but yeah, no, I I I can't not, you know. And mm-hmm. I'll like there's times when I didn't know how long I was gonna be around, yo. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the best, even in those times, nigga, I was like, nigga. I can't, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Like, I ain't doing no, no stupid shit. Sick. Yeah, nah, yeah. I'll say this, man. The, the worst job I had, like, one time when I was down here, and the first job I got down here in Alabama was just a little contract shit, and the contract went for, like, uh, 18 months and shit like that. And I, I did my little due diligence and shit. Like, when the shit started getting down to the last couple of months, I had lined up some interviews and shit. And I had this job offer, right? And I was like, cool, this shit was going to start like two weeks after my shit ended. So I'm like, I might go on vacation and stuff, whatever and shit. But then the date kept getting pushed back because apparently they didn't have like, the, they didn't lock in the funding with the, some government shit. They ain't locked in and shit. Fuck Lockheed Martin and shit. Mm-hmm. They didn't lock it. They promised me this fucking job for months. I'm like, yeah. And shit, but they didn't lock in this, that, whatever. So I found myself on unemployment and shit. And... You can't be on unemployment in Alabama. I mean, it's tough enough to make a certain amount of money in certain places. But Alabama, like the second lowest, they give a motherfucker like $200 a week. And it's like, nigga, I can't pay shit with that. You know what I'm saying? And then I had went to get some job and shit. It it was at fucking Target. They said it was some quality something or other shit. I was like, okay. And I went there. They wanted me to fucking unload packages at the Target distribution center. Mm-hmm. I was like, this isn't what the fuck I signed up for. But mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it, it's some bread. 
nigga, I went there. It's like, I was like, it's like, okay, nah, I said, blah, 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 you do this. Oh, you know, after a certain amount of like months and shit, we can get you in this program, especially if you got a degree. I'm like, all right, whatever. I got there and these motherfuckers was like, okay, you want to unload this, you want to unload this whole group of us and shit. Then they took me and these three other big niggas and shit, like, oh, we're going to take you by the trunk. Man, these motherfuckers had me like carrying these fucking power wheels and shit from the trunk over to this fucking conveyor belt. Man, I did that shit for like 20 minutes and left, nigga. I was like, fuck yeah, this yeah. shit. Yeah. I tell yeah. niggas all the time, yo, I'm a, I'm a white collar worker. You can make a million doing blue collar white, I'm a white collar worker. I'm not manual labor. I just, I did it. I, I yeah. did all that shit. I was in, I worked in North Airport in the belly of the planes at um, UPS. I did all that shit. I did all that shit when I, when I was trying to figure out after the music industry turned upside down, I did all that. I worked at that CVS that's right there, um, Aunt and Joe right there with, by the train station, whatever that road is right there. I worked at that, that CVS right there. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think Cedar Road, whatever that road, I worked at that. I worked at that CVS. I, had, uh, I worked at WorldCom. I did all them little shits because I was like, yo, how do regular people work? Because mm-hmm. I had never had a nine to five. Like, I didn't know, no, I didn't know how none of that shit worked. But yeah, now nah, between two, what B was saying, like, nah, nigga, I'm, I'm not built for that. That's not what my, yeah, that's not uh, my yeah, outlook. Like, my yeah. outlook, that's not my outlook. And shout out to anybody that's grinding like that. I get it. I'm talking mm-hmm. about me personally. I'm I say this, man. Shit. One of my boys and shit, I'm with the college with a smart dude and shit. That motherfucker, he'll take, like, he was taking, like, damn, any job and shit, because he ain't really going to be in the office like that for a bit. And. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't do it. Like, this motherfucker would grind and, like, he deliver packages. He, like, load shit, unload shit, and whatever. But God bless him and shit. Uh, I was talking to him a couple of days ago. He got some new shit. It's, like, it seemed more aligned with, like, some, like, fucking shit he should be doing. Like, put that degree to work and shit like that. And he finally come around to, like, fuck it, I got to get some bread. And I was like, yes, thank you, man. Yeah. He just yeah, take, take the shit to be free. It's like, hey, man. Okay. That's the other. That's the other funny shit is you watch. Even if you, you know, you graduate, you go through your full four, five, six, well, however many years, and then you see niggas they working something that had nothing to do with what they went to school for, and you sit back and you're like, huh? So you went. Yeah, but the market years? said that for a while, though. You know what I'm saying? The market dictated mm-hmm. that for a while. Well, I mean, I guess for me, I guess because my I, I didn't graduate, but if you're talking about like '96, '97, '98, it was popping when Clinton was off in office. The job market yeah. that is dot com. Yeah, but popping. see, so I was about to say that. It, so here's the thing with 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 the whole dot com thing, and I hate to be like all pedantic and like you know what I mean, but like let's talk about it. Like yeah, but that even that was a a um a job class. You know what I'm oh, saying? Right. It was a category. Like it was it was people. They said Clinton created ten to fifteen million uh, new jobs, but the new jobs were people selling from home on eBay. You know what I mean? It was a lot of shit like that. You know, they were making money. It wasn't, it, it, it's not like, I'm not saying that they weren't making money and they weren't making a lot of money. But like, if you're looking for um, skilled work, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm an engineer, I'm, I'm an architect, I'm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm this, like, then those types of things weren't available for a little while until that money, what ends up happening is that money gets, gets pushed into the economy and then 
you know what I mean? People have more money to spend. And so then those other established companies that would hire those people, yeah, then they can hire them. And that's why it happens later. And that's why jobs are cyclical. Because when niggas ain't, ain't making money, then, you know what I'm saying, then there ain't nothing you can do. And if you jump out there too soon, some of those businesses, they fold. And that was the problem with that shit, too. Like, that that Clinton job market, it wasn't bullshit. It was real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it did create a, you know, it's created something that still exists. Like, you still see niggas, like you've seen in the pandemic. Like, niggas even used that shit even more during the pandemic. But it was um, it was a different type of job market. And so it wasn't for everybody, yo. So you could still, you still had problems during, um, during that yeah, time. Yeah, back then, like, at the end of, went to college, I guess, at the end of Clinton's uh, presidency and shit. And um, this company um, had some backing from like Prudential and shit, but it was like this tech company and shit. They did like telecom and some other shit. They they were the ones that gave me the um, my scholarship and shit. The mm. full ride the uh, full ride to college. They was like a pretty new company, like maybe a year in and shit. And they like, oh blah blah, we gonna send some folks to college. And I was one of them yeah. lucky motherfuckers that got that full scholarship shit from these motherfuckers. Right. And I was at the uh, I remember uh, it was me, my aunt, and my aunt's boyfriend. We was at. Uh, the scholarship dinner. It was it was real nice in the Prudential headquarters of downtown North and shit. Mm-hmm. And um and there was um one of my like academic advisors or some shit like that was talking to my aunt was talking to him was like, Oh, so this company is this this new it's like, yeah, it's a new company that came to us and had this blah blah. So he was one of the people that got it because he's so smart blah blah yeah, I'm like great. He was like it was a black owned company. He's like, Well, are they going to be around? Like, blah, blah, blah. You know, is, is, is JoJo scholarship? Like, security was like, and EOV told us, like, they have the money. Yep, they, it's already been pledged. It's in there, shit. Yeah. And sure enough, we was offered, I was supposed to, they had a headquarters in Orlando. And me and the other, and a couple of other kids that got the same scholarship, we had already an internship set up to go down there in the summer. Don't you know that company fucking folded, like, a week into my, like, spring semester and shit? Damn. So it's like, it's like, yes, yeah. yeah, so a lot of motherfuckers didn't like, didn't make it through. That time. Yeah, I mean that yeah. was the thing. I mean, if you remember, if you remember, there was even, I mean, Alex, you watched football, man. I don't know if you remember during the Super Bowl. Um, uh, it was probably around that same time that around Joe's scholarship, man, uh, two thousand and one, and it was like it was a commercial of like all the dead of uh, dot com companies. You know what I mean? Oh, like a lot yeah, of them niggas yeah. spent too much money. A lot of them niggas yeah. believed the hype. And it just wasn't there. Like it, that's that's what I mean by that. Um, uh, the the economies economies have to be real too. You know what I mean? And they have to they have to be real and they have to be global. Like I feel like we're we're experiencing a real economy now. Um, even though there's a lot of people who are suffering, but it's a real economy because it's being backstopped by the government. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's it. Well, so if you're sitting in a place like us right now, which a lot of people probably, well, I don't want to say a lot of people. Some people may be sitting there, you know, this pandemic has kind of made some people depressed or giving them a, an opportunity to think about other possibilities. Because I think that's really what the pandemic did outside of the craziness that yeah, was going on. People that were just still grinding and doing what they do. It gave you an opportunity to think about, like, what if I was able to go into this or go into that? I mean, anything is possible. Anything is possible. And, and I mean, I think we started out this part really ranting. You know what I'm saying? Just trying to figure shit out. But I think it's a good. But I think it's a good conversation. Yeah, man, it, it's good talk. But we talking about pandemic, and I guess it's a good way to like maybe segue into something that uh, was like recently announced and shit. Like one of the biggest things for the pandemic that came out in terms of like entertainment 
was versus. I'm saying shout mm-hmm. out to Twisted Timberland, right? Now they got a real like New York fucking uh, Jersey and shit. New York metro area, like fucking serious, like if you around our ages and shit and maybe a bit younger and shit, maybe a little I'm older excited. and shit, but definitely our ages, yeah, you are gonna you are souped up for the lots versus dip set. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. I can't you yeah. know, you can't you can't get past this shit. I don't even know why I'm so excited. It's just like, here's, let me, I mean, Alice could probably speak to the locks a lot more clearly, but, um, mm-hmm. cause he was there when, when, um, Styles was writing Jada's rhymes. But, um, <laughs> Love saying that. but nigga, I used to be in Harlem a lot during the Dipset era. And mm-hmm. like you hit a corner and you would swear that the niggas literally owned Harlem. You know what I mean? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like them niggas, you could. I don't know a lot of niggas. I don't know if all y'all niggas was outside. I'm sure Alex was, but like, nigga, you would swear them niggas owned Harlem. Like that, that Dipset era with those mixtapes that they, they mm-hmm. used to flood the streets. Like that was special, and it was special when the Locks um left Bad Boy. Like the the Locks were were a smash with Bad Boy, but I don't know if they were household names. They would just had household songs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when the locks le- left Bad Boy and went to um and went to Rough Riders, you know what I mean? And, it, and, and Swiss was like, "If you if you glad the LOX is Rough Riders now, I'm like wow, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> like that oh. shit used to smash, nigga. That shit was special. You know what I mean? That was just a special time. So it's just like both of those are just iconic groups, and they're real niggas. Like you know what I'm saying? They not really fake, nigga. You getting this, you know what I mean? They keeping the same energy every time. Right. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? And it's an old school, it's a oh go ahead, Joe. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say it's really a um it's really an old school matchup because if you a hip hop head head, like you know what children of the corn versus the warlocks, which is what which was Cam, Mace, and um um Big L and the locks was called the Warlocks before Puff changed the name to the locks. So it's, a, it's an original that battle started back in the day, you know, when uh, Kissing Them was coming to CD, who was the CEO of Rough Riders in Harlem, they would just battle. That was a thing. You know what I'm saying? That's why there's a lot of mutual respect. Jim obviously wasn't rapping at the time, and Joel's wasn't around. He was too young. But right. Jim was just there because that was Cam's man, so he was around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a, it's, a, it's, a lot, it's a lot of mutual respect. Obviously, they are of the same, cla- they are of the same class, in a sense, because, you know, at least with Cam. You know, it was different. Jim, as a rapper, came along later, but you just, he was, he was day flavor flavor in a sense before he started stepping out on his own. Or his, the Dane Dash, rather, before he started stepping out on his own. I don't want to diminish Jim like he didn't really contribute from a business standpoint. And he now learned everything. Come for a yeah, he did. He really, he really yeah. did. He really did. And like, I, and I, like, a lot of people I've been seeing, a lot of people say, the locks, the locks, the locks, the locks. And I'm obviously I'm heavily biased, but I'm like, mm-hmm. I really think y'all playing dipset too sweet. Like that was really a of, movement. When them that was really right. a movement. Well, here's here's the here's the thing that here's the thing. Like I be I be, I be thinking about it. Like I see like people making like posts online saying it's locks, locks, locks. And to me, I see like a lot of like older folks saying it, maybe folks like around our age range and shit like that. And I see a lot of motherfuckers from like like not from like up north and shit, like from like out of town, like oh the locks and smoke, locks and smoke them. But but I see some of the younger folks, maybe about like five, ten years younger and shit like that, that from like from up there and shit, it's like it's all dipset because that was they was the shit when like 
Them motherfuckers was teenagers. Couldn't yeah. be the club. And like Brian said, they was the shit when like we was in like uh, like twenties and shit, and was hitting clubs and shit like that, parties and shit like that. So it's it is it, is weird. It's like the lots got so much like they could pull shit from the fucking nineties that was like smashes and shit. When you go to Dipset, it's like you gotta pull maybe like some cam joints out. You know what I mean? And but it, 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 cam jam. It, and the and jewels and oh, oh, I, the, I, I, just, I just said I said 90s. I said I, after that it's like we hit 2000. Oh yeah, right, right. Oh, my yeah, bad. Yeah, 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 it get a lot stronger. Right. Yeah, but yeah. That, that's the thing. Like a lot of folks they think about oh when it hits them like 2000s and shit, some of that shit and shit, man, they, they got some shit like all around and shit and it, it, it's it's just dope because those are like two of the like groups I go back to like listen to shit heavy and shit. Right, like I yeah. play some styles Jada like whatever fuck and shit. My only I thing I got left is like a cheap loose TV after taxes. Yeah. I don't know why I still got that shit. I just say throw it away. That's like the old shit. But I'd be willing I mean, to say I'd be willing to say that that the um that dipset has more hits after two thousand yeah. than the locks do. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yo get like, in here and I was mad as Dog, I was mad as fuck them tickets sold out so fast. Oh, you know, they, 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 they done? Yo, nigga, I, I was thinking, like, nigga, them chips, Tuesday, I'm like, nigga, I nigga, them chips are going in a snap. They're like, that, yeah, that shit cool. opened up at 10 by, like, like 10, 15. It wasn't none of like, it was, like, seats all in the 300 section. 100, 200s, yeah. but they was out of there. That's just but, in the garden, too. Yeah, they, they're going to do that um at the Hulu Theater. Oh, okay. Because they're gonna set it up on the stage and so on and so forth. But the whole thing is like, this is a matchup a lot of people have been begging for. Like ever since the beginning of Versus, when they were like, "What's your dream matchup?" This was always one of them. Like, like mm-hmm. you had to get this off. And I, th- I think it's another one. I think like, like um, later this year, I think like Nori is supposed to be Nori versus Beans. Well, that's Nor- what Nori's calling. Nor- that's what Nori was calling. Nori tried to push it because he knew because the Nori Cam shit was one of the main shit, motherfuckers. Yes, absolutely. For, yeah, like, for like months and months and months. But like he like, said, Cam ain't gonna do the shit. Cam so did the Iggy Shuffle on that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why Cam been Iggy and Nori. Cam tried to do the Iggy Shuffle on, on the um on the drink champs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then he finally came through and did it, and he act like whatever, whatever. Like I don't know why Cam keep on trying to treat Nori like that, whatever. But and then and then when they have a conversation, he act like it ain't a thing. But it's a thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The one thing, you know I, I mean? the one thing I think about it is, um, you know, because you had Kiss and Fab earlier, so a lot of those, a lot of those bullets got got. You know what I'm saying? They they shot a lot of those bullets. I mean, I don't know how it plays again in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like he played the Benjamins. He played they shooting. You're gonna play those joints again because you have to play those joints again. I don't know how that plays. I don't know how that plays in the room again after you already shot that. You already shot that shot of it. Niggas you know what I'm Niggas wasn't. Niggas ain't caring about that shit. It's different now. You know what I'm saying? It's it, a different it, energy. It's different, different vibe. That's why I say I just want to see how. I just want to see because it's the a, same people that tuned into Fab and Jada, you're gonna get the same. You're gonna get a lot of those. Yeah, but also doing. you're gonna hear get ha ha. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gonna hear shit like that. You know what I mean? Yo, you gonna hear wild shit, nigga. That shit, you know what I'm saying? You gonna hear dips that anthem. The streets gonna be popping. I wonder if they're gonna say I wonder if you gonna play I'm ready. 
Yo, you, you got, got to, to right? Yeah. You gotta play at least like, yo, like that shit gonna go so far. Community, yo. Oh man. In New York, that goes off. You got to play that. And I love you and shit. Like all them shit. Like oh, that's my joint. That's my joint. Oh, I like that shit. Yeah. Yo, and yo, this mad shit to me. For real, like, are you playing this? Like, I, I, like, I don't understand how they playing playing dipset so sweet. Like I'm like, yo, you niggas, y'all don't remember? I think because it was too yeah, regional too. I said, nah, but, but nah, but it was still, but nah, but the shit was nah, Cam was all over everywhere. That shit, it was, it was, it was like, it was crazy. Like I guess it was regional and shit more so than a lot because you know the lock with the bad boy and the website yeah. shit. But yeah. that was also the did the, the motherfucker was out there also like the digital time, like the time of Napster, time I like that pit, all the other shit. So that shit was so that shit traveled to a lot like yeah, more different places. It traveled, it traveled yeah. especially yeah. with yeah, like Cam lived. And Cam lived. Cam set up shop in the Midwest. So he's got he, Ohio, he, yeah. he like they set up camp yeah they set up camp so there's a there's a big phone I was like what niggas gonna do if Cam come out in the pink mate what you do what you do like what you do when he come yeah. out in the pink oh, mate yeah yeah Cam pussy if he don't dress in pink <laughs> <laughs> now it's a fact think about that shit yeah, Cam be thinking act like he too cool nigga come out in pink that nigga pink I want that nigga to fucking wardrobe change to have on a cape I still remember when Cam was on somebody. Shit, probably like Breakfast Club with a cape on, like and fucking. I think Charlamagne's like, yo, what's with the cape, man? I'm bringing capes back. I'm bringing, I'm bringing, bring, bring a cape top in like 2000, whatever the fuck year it was. I want Cam to be Cam. I want Cam to be full care of this shit. Yeah. Nigga, I want Ooh. Cam to do Ooh. some confessions of fire and he that like like he hates. Got me. to. Like, I want some carries. You know what I'm saying? And that's the yeah, question. The devil like, shit I was talking. The devil yeah. shit. Yeah, that devil shit he's he was talking back in confessions of fire, nigga. I want to hear that shit. The question they they gotta they can't go twenty they gotta go thirty because literally between Joel's Jim and Cam you can get twenty out of that from there on the show. Keep on shit. talking about Joel's and shit. I feel yeah. you. Yeah. Right. No. Hey, but, but, I was listening. Joel's and Sheik go to battle themselves. <laughs> right. But Joel's like oh, you always have like a little thing. Everyone like yeah. all right. Everybody fuck with Joel's. Yeah, from Jim is. catalog, Cam catalog, his catalog. You can literally pull out twenty just from their shit. Not counting the Dipset project themselves. Man, I'm thinking Cam with Jim. Jim might have the best catalog well there. Yeah. I believe you. I just don't think it'll play well in the room. National. Yeah, he's not going to do... He, he, he might do balling or something like that. But he oh, oh yeah, do, he got to. Yeah, he yeah. got to. Got to. Yeah, he ain't going to do a million songs or nothing no, no, like no, that. He might get like one or two Jimmy songs. You know what I mean? The thing, the real question is, who? what's the surprises? Who you think they're going to pull out? Who you think he should pull out? Them Harlem niggas ain't gonna do nothing but pull out Harlem niggas. You gonna see Freaky Ziki, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Ryder. like they all they do is care about Harlem. Like them Harlem niggas, that's all they care about. Like you never know about about the locks. Like they, you know what I mean? It is what it is. Like them niggas could just pull out Swiss and shit. You know what I mean? But um, the Harlem niggas is different. Yeah, maybe. If he pull out Mace, that shit'll be that shit might be hell because you know they've been beefing for uh, a minute. Yeah, but you know there's zero chance, nigga. Mace would get pulled out <laughs> to get jumped, nigga. 
That shit ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that's all I'm just about to say. It'd be dope when they brought it based and shit. Be like, oh, what you say, but hook a horse to carriage. Folks are loving the shit. Plus, you get some exposure. I know you're working on music. Then they bring him out there and before he get the rap, like Jimmy smack him or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh yeah, Jesus. Jimmy definitely smacking this nigga. That's what I'm saying. This shit ain't gonna happen like that. Like, that's some real street yeah. shit. Yeah. It's funny. If you got, if you got dips in a lot of things, you ain't really gotta like bring nobody out. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you don't. Yeah, but it's the but it's the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's what I'm no, saying. it's not. Not, not to me. Thing. I feel not like I, I feel like yeah. No, not to me. I feel like if you got dipset in the lock, like that's all you need. You know what I mean? Like that's all I want to see. I, I mean, the if they bring thing. somebody else out, like that's all right. But that's all I need to see is dipset in the lock. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, only thing that would be dope is like the locks. Like I don't know if they did Benjamin's and shit and. They brought yeah, out Ken. It was like that. They had like Puff did, and then I don't know. Had Biggie version of Big Screen and shit. So like, <laughs> I don't know, but but now they they, they got to do that shit. But that that shit would be dope to me. But it's funny. I can't even think about nobody on Dipset like that. Fuck with Dipset that was really like, oh shit. They brought out so and so. Like I, I just think, all the only thing that just popped in my head was Cam and Mariah. That's the only thing I have in my head that. But it's like a big feature. You understand what I'm saying? I can't think of it. Okay, you bring that big feature. Then Mariah, Mariah walk right over there and shit. Well, no, nah, yeah, they get a lot. They do honey. Yeah, do the, they do honey. The honey. Shit. The honey yeah, By far, I'm like, he'll shine. Oh, man. I can see Diddy coming out, though. I can see Diddy coming out. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Diddy. You know Diddy. He'd be all in the videos. You already know. Yeah, I can see the side of the 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 Oh, now, I pulled third. it up, but yeah. the thing is okay. August is it August third? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So let me. Yo, be something I geez. might go up for. Y'all niggas know what I found out today? Okay. Y'all niggas probably. niggas probably new, but I didn't know Pop Smoke had another album coming out, and he got mad oh, features yeah, on this shit. Obviously, he does. But like, there's yeah. mad features on this shit. You saw the playlist? Uh, yeah, the I didn't, um, look at it, but I saw the playlist. I did see the playlist. I saw a post. You got it up. Let me see. I'll pull it up. Uh, um, this chick posted it. I'm gonna go to her shit and see what the fuck. It was on Complex. It's probably on his that. page. It's probably on his page now since it come out tomorrow. It was on oh, Complex. But I did. I did definitely see. Yeah, it. I, I got mean, it. I knew it was coming out. I got too. it right now. Got... So Pusha T, Kanye West got a song together. Rick Ross, The yeah, Dream got a song cool. together on it. Forty Two, mm-hmm. Doug, and Twenty One Savage. I don't know the mm-hmm. niggas. Pusha T got a couple songs on him. A word. Take off yeah, got see, a song it, on here. Sway Lee, Future got a song. Chris Brown, Pharrell, Kid Cudi, like niggas just decided to have fun on this album. You know what I mean? Yeah, Quavo, Kodak Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you right? They probably had. Yeah, the, I think I might not work they had to fill it out. <laughs> I'm they probably had to fill it out, so they might not have a full song. So that's cool. That's good. Shout out. I to mean, them. niggas knew. Niggas knew Pop Smoke had got mad love, so yeah, there's a lot of reasons to want to be on that album. You yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other music that well, actually, that came out last week that we had a lot of mixed feelings on Snow Allegra. Hmm. Why you bring it up now? Wants, 
dropped on Friday. Joe, you go first. Let me say my little piece, right? It's yeah. like, okay, Snow Allegra album come out. I, I never Snow really Allegra, fuck with no. him. I, no, no, I never really fuck with the music like that. But it's like, Brian Lover and shit. And I don't know, a lot of motherfuckers love her. And I made it my point since I was trying not to work on Friday. And shit, I fucking had the <laughs> lights down low, having some candles and shit. And I had oh, this Brian Lover. So I just put on this shit. <laughs> I put on this shit and I stepped back and I listened to it. And I can't say I hated anything about it. I mean, I can't say I hated any of the music. I thought the music, like the songs were like, they were like a good collection of songs, but it didn't sound like a really dope album to me. And I'm just not a big fan of her voice either. But it was like, it was like good music. It was was good music, but it wasn't like great. It wasn't nothing special. It wasn't like, oh, this shit. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, Snow, Lego Drop is like, okay, it's supposed to be a thing. It didn't give me no kind of classic vibe shit, like there's some shit yeah. that's going to last, like, in an era where music don't really last, you know what I'm saying? That was my yeah, only I, It was good, though. Here's the thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Joe. I, no, no, you you weren't done? Okay, no, no, no. So, so here's the thing. I actually agree with everything Joe just said, because I'm a Snow Allegra fan because that last album was fire as fuck you know what i mean yep. like the shit was a complete vibe she was fire as fuck she went and made this album and she was clearly trying to try new things not be as chilled out have a different tempo and all the rest of this shit and it doesn't it doesn't give the fire as fuck classic vibe you know what i mean like so mm. i agree everything that joe said even though i am but i was i'm a snow allegra fan because i because i loved her music and this album, I don't love it. I like it. You know what I mean? And so I may not listen to it too yeah. many more times. You know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. it's going to get lost in the sauce. Her last album, I, I, I will pull that shit up anytime. Like, as soon as I see it, right. I'm listening to it. Like, it's a, you know what I mean? Right. But this album, it's mid. It's, you know what I mean? It's mid. Mm-hmm. It is yep. mid. And I, you know what I mean? She's and, got, and, she's got... uh, I, I just want y'all to know, like, like the hype of, like, I love Jenna Aiko. I don't love Snow Allegra. I just listen to her music because she had a dope fucking album. Like her last mm-hmm. album was fucking amazing. But this one is mid. It is. Yep. yep. Uh, see, I, gotta I have the same exact. And, I, I have the same exact feeling. Oh, the first. Oh, you never heard the first one? It, that that it, wasn't it, her first it, album. Her. No, I mean not the first. But I mean the, the, the one that where everybody yeah, was introduced. I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catching the fields or still with the fields. Oh, what the fields? Yeah, yeah. So I got it. So I so I need to listen to that shit. Yeah. I gave a thorough listen to shit, and it was okay. So and I, I said, okay. So let me go back to that, and then I might become a fan too. Yeah, uh, that's, I, I mean that's it. You you might you're gonna like the album, Joe, just because I know how type nigga you are. Because mm-hmm. you was egging it before, you know what I'm saying? But you're gonna like the album. But like I get why you wouldn't like this one because I don't love this one. I I think there might be end up being like songs that I might pull from this on this album, yeah. but like. I'm not in the mood to even look listen to that right now or try to find them since because I don't I didn't I, I had bigger expectations. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I feel the same way. I think um I will say one thing. We actually spoke on it last week, but I was uh I was impressed with Tyler's production to go into that mm-hmm. lane. And we talked about Tyler last week and you know like like how dope he is and from you know as an artist in general. So you talk about from the production and from the um. His, as a um, as an artist as well, making music. 
So I thought I was I was impressed with what I heard from Tyler on that on that specific album, moving into that genre. And I'm not a person that's up on whatever else he may have produced outside of Odd Future type stuff, but that was the first time I kind of understood him outside of that entire element doing something completely different. So I was like, oh shit, Tyler's as dope as we were talking about before. So I thought that was I would thought that was cool to really hear him in that vibe. So shout out to um shout out to Tyler um on that aspect. Shit like that. Um, I don't know what else is coming out tomorrow, but we know pop pop, excuse me, pop smoke is coming out. Um yeah, so I didn't even look. Check for that. Yeah, I don't um I'm gonna try and look shit. My bad, drop my phone. Let me uh, do it, um, because I'll do it faster than you because I'm younger. Alright, let me see. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Damn, is it July? What's today's date? You don't see, you don't know what Oh, uh, nah, okay. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it. It's it's Pop Smoke, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's Rumble, KSI, and Black. KSI. Yeah, none of these niggas I know. I don't know yeah, none I, of these. I heard, a, I heard a KSI, I just don't really yeah, know. Don't, just I'm not even going to sit there. I don't know who that other, I don't know who that Rumble dude is, but. Yeah, only, only yeah. shit coming out is. Shout out to Lil Boosie, he dropping them all. <laughs> Ooh, we ain't doing that. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. You was about to say something. Mm-hmm. No, no. You said KSI. Yeah, I know yeah. the name. I just can't. Is that? Is that the, I know that name. Is that the internet nigga from fucking? Uh, oh yeah, the that is. Oh, that's, that's the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he the mm-hmm. one that beat um. What's the boy name? Um, one of the Logan Pauls. Yeah, yeah Logan right. Paul. That's exactly what that is. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't figure. I was like, I know, I know his name. I just don't know what. But you're absolutely right. Which All right, niggas. Yep, I'm, I'm about to it. say some real shit. Yeah. The Knicks trading for Colin Sexton is a real conversation. The mm-hmm. thing is, the thing that I have is I would rather, and this is just me, but I would rather trade both draft picks and Kevin Knox for Colin Sexton. I would trade both draft picks, um, Kevin Knox, and Frank Miller. But I don't really want to trade Obi Toppin. Oh, no. Nah, I'm going like, to see Obi. Yeah, I feel like he got a raw deal. Like, you saw who he really was in the playoffs when, you know what I mean, you didn't have to go through. We found out, like, everything can't just go through um, Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you got, then Obi Toppin got more of a chance to play basketball and just be himself and play free will in the game. And he, he played better than Julius Randle. If he got more minutes, he may have had better numbers than Julius Randle. Let's just be real with it. Like, in the playoffs against the Atlanta, uh, um, Atlanta Hawks, like, that shit was – Obi Toppin was, you know, most – yeah, several games he was better than Julius Randle. Let's just say it. Like, he didn't have a lot of minutes, so you can't – like, it's hard to, like, say that. But the minutes that he had, you know what I mean, it was just better than Julius Randle. The argument against the Obi Toppin um, – I mean, the argument against the, the um, Colin Sexton thing is is that Colin Sexton is going to be up for a contract after this next year, yep. and he's an over 20-point scorer, and he can get $30 million a year versus just paying Lonzo Ball, like, 20 25 some shit like that, mm-hmm. like, 20 22 some shit, you know what I mean? But really, at the end of the day, you could still probably, uh, you could still probably, if you already have um, Colin Sexton, you can offer him four years, ninety million. Get this nigga, and you know you want to keep him. But if a superstar does pop up, like he's a good trade chip too. 
You know what I mean? And so it's yeah, about yeah. building assets and making the team better. Like, I just feel like um, he's a better chip than Lonzo Ball. Because Lonzo Ball is a Swiss Army knife. You know what I mean? He makes everything better, but nothing pops. So it's hard to give him money. He's not box office. Colin Sexton mm. is box office. I've seen Colin Sexton in college. Niggas, niggas, if y'all ever want to look, look up a game, yo, look up the game where all of the players on his team were either hurt or fouled out, and he won a game four on five, five yeah, yeah. nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, and that nigga was playing full court defense and shit. Like, because I heard they like, talked about that in the pot. I was listening to. Oh, word. Yo, the nigga is so nice, B. Like, he was so nice in college because he was mean. He would smack the floor, look at niggas in their face. He would just be doing all that shit. He does all the shit I love. Like, it, like I've said it multiple times on, on on this podcast. Like, I like mean niggas. That's why I want to get Obi, um, um, Kelly Oubre, too, Joe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Joe, man, Kelly Oubre. Like, it's because all them niggas that is mean, that do mean shit, and then look at you, nigga, you know they're going to go hard every game because they playing for something else. They talk shit so there's pride on the line. You heard? You know what I mean? It ain't the same, y'all. Them niggas is going to really be about this shit. And so, like, I really fuck with the nigga Colin Sexton. I've always liked, liked him um, from from his college yep. years. I don't, I, I have not really liked him in Cleveland, but I think the Cleveland scheme, the way they wanted him to play, the way they never really gave him a role, I feel like that kind of hampered him. And if you get him in a real system, you get him with Johnny Bryan and Kenny Payne and under the Tibbs system. Mm -hmm. And, you know what I mean, to to like, all right, this is how you're going to have to really play, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because he want to win. He not out oh. here just joking around. He want to win. Can you speak to that for a moment? Because I know we were talking um, offline. I was saying, yo, because <clears throat> I'm not the basketball guy. I just now that, I, now that the Knicks are popping, I'm listening to a lot of pods. That's the take. What you just said is what a lot of people have. Well, a lot of what I was listening to, Nick's film school to be exact, because I know that was that's somebody. They do a really kind good of, job. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was about to say. They do a really good job. So I was listening to their part. They really said the same, had the same sentiments. We don't want to give up topping. And what we know of Colin right now is they were like, there's a reason they want to give him up and they're trusting Darius Garland, who's unhealthy, by the way, but a good player, but yeah. unhealthy, but to trust and say, We'd rather give it to him than you, again, to the points that you made, this guy that's over 24, 25 points a game, whatever, but only 4.4 assists. And they were saying, well, what's wrong? There's something wrong there. Like, we can't put our finger. Well, what's wrong and why they're giving him up? Why are they, why is Cleveland? Um, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, listen, man, there was a rumor, and it wasn't even a rumor. It was a report last season that the players on Cleveland had um, were disenamored with Colin Sexton because he doesn't pass the ball enough. And it it was pretty openly known that that shit came directly from Kevin Love. Kevin Love and Colin Sexton cannot stand each other. I kind of remember that. I kinda okay. remember yeah. That. yeah. Kevin okay. Love and Colin Sexton can't stand each other. And and I don't know, like, like, I don't know why Cleveland is enamored with Kevin Love enough to, like, get rid of Kevin But I right, think that's that, that energy might have spread, though. You know what I mean? Because, like, I know just from my job, like, if you're in management, like, and you got the wrong person and to spread some kind of negative energy, like, if you don't nip that shit in the bud, like, they got other people on their mm -hmm. side now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you have an issue now. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that it, Colin, Colin Sexton pretty much got to get out of there for this. Not the same reason that D'Angelo Russell had to get out of L.A., but 
he got to get out of there because it's not going to work. Okay. Yeah. You're just not going to have a team. And, okay. Now to the point of him coming to the Knicks. And again, I'm only looking at stats. I don't, I don't watch him play. I just, I know that yeah. he's good. Cause we talked about him that we wanted him before, you know, before yeah. we even got Kevin Knox and everything. But so do you think he can be a point guard that's that can actually control the, uh, well, set up an offense is what I should say. There are, what, two, three point guards that control the offense in the NBA right now? Chris okay. Paul, Lonzo Ball, and, and who? You know what I mean? Oh, Trey La- Young, maybe? LaMelo. Yeah, oh, LaMelo, yeah. The, yeah, you're right. Good point. But, like, but what I'm saying is, like, it's not a thing anymore with point okay. guards, yo. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, niggas just be saying that shit, and they be trying to hype that shit, but, like, yeah. it, like if you look, through the NBA, like every team that's there, the offense gets run through several different players or their main funny. player. They want to have them in the game. That reminded me when I was watching um all the smoke and shit with uh you know um Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. They had the boy Hibachi on that motherfucker. The nigga uh right. Gilbert Arenas and yeah. uh, Gilbert Arenas says and they was talking about like they talking about like point guards and shit. And Gilbert Arenas was like, I think it was on that show, but he, he says something like. No, he said, if you, yeah, he said, if your team said, said, said something about, oh, you know, point guard, traditional point guard, and he's like, yo, if you have a team where you need a traditional point guard, running play shit, and your team ain't that good, like, the niggas ain't that good, That's and so shit, fine. and that just made me think, so, like, like Brian said, it's like, it's yeah. one of the things where it's like, yeah, you get a point guard, there's this, but when you look at, like, the top tier teams and shit, no, like, it's not like, like if Philly runs it through what Ben Simmons, like mm-hmm. every team like runs it through somebody different. That's not the point guard position. The point mm-hmm. guard position is not really uh, it's not really traditional the way we we looked at it. And the problem that's the problem that the Knicks had. Like we weren't aggressive at the point guard position. Our starting point guard wasn't shit, so we had to take him off. Then we relied on Derrick Rose, who hadn't started on the team, so we were running a different, trying to run a different scheme. And we never really figured it out because they overloaded on um, Julius Randle. We really ran the offense through. You know what I mean? We needed a threat at the point guard position because Trey Young is too small. He should have never, like, he should have never affected not that Knicks team. Like, I get why he affected a lot of other teams, but the Knicks team that was that was top five defensive team in the NBA. You know what I mean? There was no reason why they should have affected us except for we were deficient in the point guard position because we had the we had the swings to to um to play ball against the against the Atlanta Hawks. But you know what I mean? It was just there was too much pressure on on our boy uh, Julius Randle and we never really had a point guard to break down the offense except for when um Derrick Rose did and we just couldn't rely on him all the time. But when we did rely on him, you saw what he did. Like he won the game. Mm-hmm. You know all what I right, mean? So- like the, Niggas is just bigger than them, that nigga Trey Young. We should have won. We didn't have a point guard. We needed a guy. We needed a guy like Colin Sexton. Really, my guy is De'Aaron Fox. If I could find a way to flip a Colin Sexton for De'Aaron Fox, I would love to do it. Cause I, like, I, but we need. But the Knicks have been looking for a premier point guard for about twenty years, and we haven't found one yet. We need. We need somebody um, to run that spot. And if you could get somebody at 22 years old that's mean, angry, and dangerous and puts up 20-something points a game, nigga, 
if, even if he comes over here and he puts up 16 to 18 points a game, that is a game changer. That changes the game for, for, for R.J. Barrett, frees up the game for him. It frees up the game for Julius Randle. It frees up the game for, for Mitchell Robinson. You know what I mean? Like, it frees up the game for a lot of players. Then you get to actually play um, players like Obi Toppin more because you're not relying on Julius Randle. You don't have to play him 30-something minutes a game, 36, 38 minutes a game because – you don't need to run the offense through them anymore. And that was going to be my question. Um, do, do you think both of them can play on the floor? Meaning RJ and Colin can play on the floor? Because, the, again, I'm just relying on things I heard. They're similar style players in terms of, like, they're not pure shooters or anything like that. So their games are similar in the sense that they're attacking. They're both are good shooters. Yeah, 